to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 313 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Ho, ho, ho. This is our Christmas episode. I guess it is. It will be. Uh, it comes out just after Christmas, two days later. And, uh, Hang on, Christmas is Friday, is it? Yeah. 25th, eh? That's the one. Okay, just checking. No, good, good. <laughs> so uh, here we are, super humid today. It's been humid all week. I hate it. It's got the pink flamingo shirt on again. It's comfy. <laughs> I'm comfy. I wear it all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's actually, my Christmas it's holiday. I've my- got my favourite Christmas one on. Yes. Goodwill and Peace Among Worlds and uh, Rick Sanchez and uh, Morty uh, pulling the fingers. Yeah. yeah it's Dressed great. as <laughs> Santa Claus and uh, Christmas elf. Yeah. It's a great photo. It's a great um, t-shirt, rather. And it's quite, uh, it's not as bright, so it's sort of like subtle. Yeah. I think. It- yeah, it sort of looks a bit faded, like it's been around for years and years. But anyway, so all good, all good. Um, What's been happening? Oh, yeah. The usual? Yeah, usual works. Work's been... Uh, good. I'm looking forward to Christmas, put it this way. Yes, he's having a break. I'm going away. I'm going to Gizzy with some bros and bros I don't know. <laughs> But I do know, but I don't. I've never met them in real life. Hey, as, as hey! When you meet people off the internet, it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're going to a concert too. It'd be great. Great. Oh, well, the great thing is, there's going to be some amazing stories coming from it. Because, <laughs> no doubt. No uh, doubt. Like today, Chris didn't realise the five cent piece hadn't been in circulation for fourteen years. <laughs> He was. <laughs> I went to buy a tent for work, and I got a drill, uh, a drill bit um, socket thing, yeah, and some uh, self-tapping screws. So because I got to do some shelving, and I paid for it with my FPOS, and then it came back, and I said oh, I'd just get some petty cash to cover this. Seven dollars and twelve cents. Yes, and she goes seven dollars ten. And I looked her and I said, I think you'll find that $7.15. I just, I just love that. I wish that moment was recorded where you go, I think you'll find $7.15. And she just looked at me and I said, no, it's $7.15. And she wasn't sure whether to laugh or because I was really serious. And uh, something, I think the phone rang and then she just gave me a seven ten. and I was like, whatever. And then it wasn't until she was getting the money out the cash drawer, I went, Wait a minute, there's no five cent pieces. What did she say to that? I didn't say anything. I was just like, oh, I might have to Google it. Do we not have five cents? <laughs> and then I realized, oh, no, hang on, the tens have gone brown. So maybe there aren't any five cents anymore. I haven't used cash for 20 years. I swear. It's good, uh, Chris, keeping up with. Uh, <laughs> the, the question is, though, well, I wonder what else he doesn't know about. If you have any suggestions or questions you want to ask that you think, let us know. Uh, sex is out of out of that questioning realm because I'm pretty sure I don't know anything about any of that. Okay, good. Uh, good. But just just to clarify. Um, anyway, um, I wanted to welcome to the uh, podcast fraternity. Yes. Some of our brother podcasters, some new ones have joined up. Okay. So. Harry and um, his chick, what's her name? Megan. Megan, I'm yes. assuming you're talking about those guys? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, is it Megan? 
Megan Markle. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Markle sounds... Yeah, okay. What's the new podcast about? I did hear they were doing something. They signed a deal with Spotify. They signed with it? Spotify for a, a yeah. decent amount I of I bet they do. Well, because they've got no money coming from the Royals. They've yeah, yeah, yeah. Off. So, um, yeah. So, Harry, if you're listening... Of course. Uh, you know, uh, I would say get in touch with us and we'll give you some tips. If you want some photos of a podcast to studio... Us, you already know. You've been listening to the best. So there you go. You're already in Yeah, there. good, good, good. But I didn't realise Trevor Noah is also doing the Daily Show Ears edition. And I haven't listened to it yet. I somehow did know that. I, I think I mentioned it, actually, earlier in the week to you. No, no, no. When did he start doing it? I don't know, but I've heard it on ads. No, nah, I think I heard recently. it like six months ago. Oh, okay. Or it was in a story because... Oh, you, it might be an ad from an old podcast. It could you know, have been. How bad, how no, far behind I'm, I am. Yeah, people are mo- like able to move their content from the television to the podcasting realm. Oh, okay. Or something. I mean, I think he's doing really well with it or something. I can't remember. Yeah, well, I, t- I tell you who but I But have- you haven't listened to it yet, though. I haven't listened okay. to it yet, so I must do that. But I will tell you who I have been listening to and I really like. Who's that, Chris? <laughs> It's Jim Jeffries. Why? Why are you oh no, I've just I've heard about it all this week, and we've been waiting, <laughs> been waiting patiently to hear more. Okay, go. the podcast because it sounds good. The little bit I have heard, I've I've, I've sit, I keep giving and laughing with the yes, headset on. And right. said, "What are you listening to?" I'm listening to fucking Jim Jeffries. Is what I'm doing. That's right. And I start talking to him because I'm still talking like him because I've been listening to him too much. It's really annoying. Um, but I love his show. It's a really good um, concept. So here's the concept. This is what I've been teasing Sam with. Yeah, yeah, isn't, isn't it? The, the show's called I Don't Know I Don't Know About That. Okay. All right. It says, before the internet, in the 80s, when you went to a party, there's always that one guy who knew everything about everything. Yeah, true. And it wasn't until la- later that you realised he didn't know shit. He just sounded like... Does this sound like anyone you know? <laughs> You're describing yourself. <laughs> That's the problem. Yes. He says, and, but you thought he knew everything. Yeah. And and then they come up with something that you don't know anything about, and you to, to not lose the argument, you go, well, I don't know about that, and then you walk away, and you've won. <laughs> Because, you know, I don't know about that. So this is the concept of the show. He, his team gets somebody on and they, he doesn't know what they're going to talk about. They're an expert in something. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So they get on the show and the first thing is, the first round, judge a book by its cover. Like, okay, here's the guy. They're on Zoom, I think. And he says, and he goes, what do you think this guy knows about? What do you think this guy does? You oh can ask gosh, a couple it- of... Couple of um, yes no questions, which he never yes no questions. It's all funny. It's yeah, funny yeah, as hell. Yeah. And then... He he's never ever got close. No, there's <laughs> no, there's no but way. But anyway, so that's there's cool. no way. And then they go, no, he's a th- he's a expert in this. So far, I've listened to a guy that's an expert in the Olympics, an expert in baseball, an expert in cheese, an expert in bees, an ex. Oh, there's a couple of others anyway. Okay, and so. They go, all right, first thing you do is, Jim Jeffries, tell us everything you know about bees. Oh, goes, okay. Well, I know this and this and this and this. And then the three rate him. So he's got two, like, um, producers. You know, yeah. There's a chick and a guy. Um, I can't even remember their names. Um, so the expert rates him on accuracy out of 10. Oh, okay. And then um, the chick rates him on his confidence. Yeah. How confident were you when you were saying that? Well, you lost a bit of confidence points when you went, Bees are insects, aren't they? <laughs> and, then, and then the other guy goes, um, was it confidence and believability? Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah anyway, that's interesting. So he gets so, those points. And then um, then they, you know, and then the, 
expert actually goes through and says, well, this is what you got wrong. And, you know, this is what you Does got right. Does the expert cover anything extra? Or um, it's just sort of rebuttal to what he's said? Oh, yeah, no, he talks a little bit. And, and they tell you a few interesting facts, like the fact that this is the Olympic fact. Oh, really, that ends up, I'll tell you what that is in the end. So then they, they do that, and they have a good chat. It's, it's just a chat, and it's yeah. really funny. As And then um, he goes, okay, last thing we do, oh, two, two last things. Uh, last thing we do, two last things we do. One of them is with the, the guests, we go, what's one dinner party fact that you can give oh, that cool. people wouldn't know? So yeah, yeah. when they're at a party, they can pull this fact out and yes. blow people's minds. And they're really good. So, so the last one I listened to, I think it was, was the Olympics. And the guy goes, well, you know, Southern California, there's palm trees everywhere. Mm. Not native to California at all. They only got brought in for the Olympics in 1936. Oh. They brought in like tens of thousands of these palm trees. And now it's the iconic thing for California. But nah, they're not from California. And before th- 1936 games... They didn't yeah. even know they, okay. they, they weren't any there. So I was like, okay. I'm ge- I, I think I probably would have guessed they weren't native as such, but I wouldn't know why they were brought in. I just thought it would have been a beautification thing. Yeah, no, it was a real estate developer who wanted people to visit for the games and think it was a cool place to live. Oh, anyway, that. That's um, pretty cool. And then, um, and then they do a round without the guest, and it's like where Jim has said, I, I know about this off, off air to him. And they go, right, okay, you know about that, do you? Right, we've got three questions or four questions, a real short yeah. thing. And he's and so, got to- so he's, he's said, oh, I can't remember one now. But he said he knows something about this, and then they ask him some questions. They're pretty hairy questions. He doesn't know shit. But it's, it's really funny. So I will recommend that. I don't know about that by Jim Jeffries. And uh, fair warning, if you don't like Aussies and you don't like swearing, yeah, yeah. don't listen to it. No. But then, to be fair... If you don't like swearing, you probably don't like Aussies. So you know it's they really down to the yeah, it's right. really down to the swearing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but I, I think it's great. Ah, oh, very cool. I will check that out. A big uh, thing that's happening uh, through this Christmas period, uh, Chris, is the uh, Kitset Company Kitset. Oh, hang on. Let me start again. <laughs> Kitset Assembly Services. Now, I didn't think this was a thing. Very, very massive company. They're all over the place. This crowd in Auckland, they get booked out non-stop. And for Christmas, the big thing is they are putting together uh, trampolines. And they're from Kitset Assembly Services New Zealand. And they're just one of many companies that literally just put together Kitset things. So that would be, um, what do you call it? Um, the workers like Uber workers. What do you call them? Task Yeah. Well, uh, sort of. Well, this, it, this, well no, because wouldn't I be able to get a job putting those kits? Because I love doing that. I always do that. I always go around to Carolyn's place and she goes, oh, um, when you come around, bring your screwdriver and uh, yeah, I've just I mean, bought some furniture and uh, I mean, you can put it together. Yeah, from the 1st of December the 24th, I've got 264 trampolines booked in just for across 22 franchisees that it has. Because, of course, it's franchised out. Ah, uh, okay. Franchises. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I reckon they, they uh, TaskRabbit or whatever yeah. would, would really do they that. They give them some special training and show them how to put stuff together. But it also includes, like, obviously furniture, anything that's flat pack. Uh, just trampolines are super busy at the moment. And um, they said some families... Yeah, I told you, did I tell you that? I don't know if we mentioned it on the podcast or I don't even know if I told you. I was talking to somebody that works... Scott Smiley. Shout out, Scott. Um, works uh, Runs a call centre for Torpedo 7. And he's like... Was it him? It was somebody that worked there anyway. Um, yeah. Was going on about trampolines. 
Yeah. Like, holy crap. It's all we're selling. Trampolines. Yeah. No, it's a big, a big thing. Yeah, big thing. it's the biggest seller this Christmas. That's crazy. Have you heard heard anything about Trump lately? There's been a bit, to be fair. No, I can't say I have been keeping up with the uh, orange puppet. Right, so, you know, he's got to leave the White House, and uh, and, and most recently he's gone, nah, I don't think I want to go. I I think I can stay. Um, I don't know. He's going to live in the basement. I don't know. Imagine if he did. (laughs) Just just imagine. But, you know, one of the reasons may be because... He can't go and live in Mar-a-Lago. Why not? I thought it was getting all done up. Yeah, they've been paying for um, things, but his neighbours have come back to him and said, well, remember this thing you signed? So when he bought it, it was a private estate, and he turned it into a private club. And when he turned it into a private club, there was a clause in the agreement that nobody could reside at the property for longer than 21 consecutive days. Oh, so the longest you can ever stay there... Is 21 days. Yep, three weeks. And so okay. he can't live there. And they're like, no, nah, no, nah, we're holding you to this. You can't live here. How do they police that? Because if it's their... Oh, it seems a bit strange, doesn't God it? God knows. Mind you, it probably costs you $10,000 a night, could, so you wouldn't want to stay too many days. No, that's it? true. But in theory, he could go for 20 days, fly somewhere else, then come back? Yeah, and that's what he's been doing because he's been, yeah, yeah. you know, he, he has been at the White House for at least for four or five bit. days every every month. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> it doesn't have its own golf course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but it's it's crazy. It's crazy, right? He can't go to his own place. And they're like calling out hard on it. And it's like, oh, he's, he's either got to get an apartment there. But Melania's just been spending a load of dosh. Um, so, sorting out their quarters. But, but do, you, do you think she's going to drop the divorce thing the instant he gets out of uh, the presidency? I saw a few, some people reckon that's happening. I don't no, know. No, I reckon I reckon he'll pay for a period. Oh, yeah, he'll, he'll pay to keep her in for a bit to yeah, keep it yeah. seemly. Probably. Yeah, It'll, I, I mean, because I hear that I think we talked about it, and I can't remember the source now, but she got a real good deal on being first lady. Yeah, like that's he paid right. her a bunch of money. Well, no, because she she renegotiated the prenup yeah. halfway through. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Hey, have you heard of the Kafia businessman, uh, Sid Patel, no. in your dealings? No. Oh, so he's based out at Kafia, but he also owns the um, dairy in Huntley that basically owns the Huntley sign. He's that same no, guy. Deca, Deca oh, yeah, sorry, Decker sign, Decker yeah. sign. Yeah, uh, so he's it's called the KB Supretz in Huntley, Pataro, and he owns the motel in Kafia. That's his deal, right? Okay, all right. Because dis- I know the guy that Bob owns the some store, general store in Kafia, because he comes in with his truck and they oh, okay, load yeah. it up. So he all knows it. Everybody yeah. knows it in Kafia. So he... Um, He's a real good guy, and he really likes supporting the community, but he really likes supporting the local primary school. Now, he's dyslexic. He can't read or write, apparently. Oh, well, wow. very not, not very well. He came into the room. He presents every child at their prize giving last week, I think it was, must have been, with a named bag of grocery, and inside it was all sorts of stuff, coffee, biscuits, and all sorts. This is the Kafia Primary School? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then he told the students, you have to give your bag away right now to someone in the audience. A friend, a teacher, or a family member. You've got to do it right now. And they went, oh, okay. So they all thought that was it. 
Um, and then a dude rocks in and has 56 laptops, one for every single child. Oh, wow. And he goes, here you go. And um, he said, you know, I really just want to help them out and all this. But this isn't the only thing he's ever done, right? So in the past, he's also given every single school leaver one year Samsung 8 smartphones. Uh, he also got a whole fleet of bikes for the whole school to use. Holy crap. There's a whole, yeah, 56 <laughs> photo, bikes, I'm guessing. Yeah. bikes. Uh, 50 bikes, actually, and that was 2017. And he's also donated and given them $30,000 worth of desktop computers for the library. Um, he also, Good on you, Sid. He also donates stationery to the school at the beginning of the year. He gives that to them. He said, this is my backyard, my community. I want to look after it. He said, I could get myself a motorcycle. Uh, I'll get to it one year, but I don't know. If I buy laptops for the kids, then I make hundreds of people happy. And uh, it says here somewhere, uh, the locals can also rely on Patel uh, with his suprets to supply school kids with free bread and fruit all year round. Holy snot. Crazy as, eh? And some people say he might not have enough saved for his retirement, but he goes, I'll have the memories and I'll have my community. That's more important to me. It's a good good little story there, Sid. Good story. Good story. Uh, I got a random one. Mm. Um, Randomness, technology, and life is what we're all about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I like the random give stories. Give this photo. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm just loading up the link. That's right. On an audio podcast, we're gonna yeah, describe yeah. it in great detail. I is <laughs> it a ti- is it a time lapse photo? What oh, was it? It's like a yeah. It's a time lapse photo. So somebody um, created a pinhole camera, made it with a can. Yes. So yes. like a beer That's, can, yes. I think it was. Yep. Yep. You can do that, apparently. And um, they taped it to an observatory. Okay, And cool. the observatory um, at the university, and every at the end of the night, it rotates the same position. So in the day, it's in the same position mm. every day. And then at night, of course, it swings around looking at different stars. But when they shut down, as it dawn rises, yeah. it goes back to the same position. And they forgot about it. Oh, and so what? Okay. they've got eight years of time lapse, and that's what that photo was. Eight that's years. The, that's the sun traversing. Whoa! It, it's like uh, layers and layers, layers and layers of a line. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was I'm the, amazed it just didn't <laughs> eventually get blown out to white. Well, well um, pinhole. The and this, so it was done in the 2012 Summer Olympics, and then they found <laughs> it. And there's a photo in here of and, of it. Would you That's know? That's it there. <laughs> How as low tech as possible? Oh, it's just, there's, a, there's a can duct tape to the side of the Don't you think? How, <laughs> yeah. Don't you think within eight years somebody might have gone? What's that thing there? And somebody goes, I don't know. Like weird. Yeah. Hey, so, uh, I forgot to say last week on our trip up from Christchurch, we're coming up the desert road and we pulled into a car park for a uh, little photo op of the mountains and stuff that was there. And there was a guy there with his little Mazda Demio and he was like kneeling down on the side of the car and it sort of looked like he was inspecting his back tire. And I was like, oh, I wonder if he's got a flat tire or something. And I was like, what's going on? But he had, I didn't see how it was mounted because he was slightly on a funny angle, but his cell phone was basically stuck to the outside of his car and he was positioning it. So when he went backwards, he went into a very intricate TikTok dance. <laughs> like, 
for a couple of minutes just doing this full-on dance routine. It was really, really good. Um, I don't know what his TikTok name was, didn't talk to him or anything, but uh, really crazy, was not expecting it. So he had the mountains in the background, and that was the point. Yeah. yeah gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, So gotcha. I'm waiting for it to potentially go viral at some point, and I can go, I was there. <laughs> um, all right, so um, speaking of TikTok, um, Walmart has l- hooked up with TikTok for a live sale. So oh, just random is, stuff. This is a premium, uh, uh, no, not pre- prototype, not that. It's like the first time they've done yeah, it, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever you call that. Yeah. And so they, they're giving it a go, and they reckon it will become the new QVC. So I could see you, that. You follow this yeah, channel, channel, I guess, Yeah, and they just have people doing whatever they're doing, and then it comes up with, want to buy this shirt? Click the button now, you buy it from Walmart, and you can pick it up at your nearest Walmart. Yeah, I mean, if that's where the attention is, people's eyeballs are staring at their screen, flicking through their stories, Yeah, they can make it interesting. Yeah, why not? Makes sense. Um, even and the I've... other thing was the Rua Payhooch, because you've just crossed two streams Ooh. with that one. Yeah. You know it's gone into level two, eh? Uh, I heard there was some rumblings or something. Yeah, so the What's late, level the two late... mean? <clears throat> what do we have to do? I can't go there? <laughs> no, you can't. You can't be on the mountain at the moment. Uh, Geonet has issued a volcanic alert bulletin for Mount Ruapehu. Good. As the temperature in the Crater Lake continues to rise. Mm. Um, it's now 43 degrees C. Was that hot? Uh, yep. It's about so, time so we have an eruption. tremor and gas output. So, so like the, somebody said, <laughs> you thought 2020 was over. <laughs> There's a few days yet. That's like, right. Oh, no. Where were you when it blew up 20 odd years ago? I was around. I, I was up here, actually, I think. And we drove past it as it was happening. I was. We were driving back and forth from Wellington. I was at high school and we had a room. <laughs> I was with my wife and we were driving back and forth. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I was at high school and we had this weird room and I don't know what it was actually for now that I think about it. And we were only allowed in there occasionally. And it was set up like a little auditorium, like in a university. So it had the raised stairs, but it wasn't much bigger than the area we're in now. But it yep. went up, and at the end, I think it was just a big TV. There was no projector, it was just a big TV. And I think we only went in there if they had to show us something on this TV. Anyway, I remember we were in there, the clouds came over, the, the um, ash was falling, it was really, really dark, and then this dude who I knew called Sean jumps up, screams at the top of his lung, it's Armageddon, the end of the world is here, and then ran off out the door. <laughs> um, and then they sort of said... Because there was no actual proper intercom, I don't think, at my school. It was just, I don't even know how they got messages. I think kids had to run between the classrooms. I'm not sure how it worked. And I just remember them sort of saying, uh, uh, can you let us know if you have some sort of asthmatic condition and uh, uh, you'll have to go home? I think everybody in the school had asthma that day. <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, it just reminded me too, Ice T. Uh, I think he retweeted I don't think he tweeted the original. I think he retweeted it. But um, he retweeted, uh, thought 2020 was bad. Just yeah. remember, Max, Mad Max was set in 2021. Just Excellent. saying. Just yes. saying. We need, we need a bit of action. <laughs> oh, good. Something to look forward to. We're going to have to rig some spikes onto the car. Some, oh, yeah. Some sort of I've hole. got my roof racks. I can mount spikes onto them. <laughs> With the kayak as well. I've got, I've got, I've got an acoustic guitar. We can see it on fire. It's not quite the same, but, you know. <laughs> It'd be great. That'd be great. Good, good, good. Um, Cyberpunk 2077. Have you heard of that? 
So, uh, this is what I know. It's a game that a lot of people are waiting for. Keanu- eight years in production. Oh, okay. Yeah, eight years. There's some sort of Keanu Reeves character. Yeah, he he voice acted one of the yeah, characters. I and think. he looks like him. Yep. And uh, and I think it's based on a comic. Sounds good. Yep. Someone correct us. Let us know. Uh, and then they delayed it at some point, and everybody lost their mind. I think. And then they've been counting the, down the days until it's going to come out. And there's people been doing like a comic a day for every day that's been late and all this sort of stuff. And they released it, and it's glitchy as. Is that the it story? It is mega glitchy, and Sony has pulled it. Oh. So it launched, and then it was pulled within, I think, two days? Because it was coming out on the new PlayStation or whatever devices, yeah. eh? and so this has never been done with a game this big. So this was the game of the year. And and I only know it because the ads are freaking everywhere. You can't go into Steam without seeing it. But even, like, not just on Steam, on I don't know Facebook or everywhere. Maybe I just like games too much, and, and I see I've the seen ads the all the time. odd. Ga- I have seen yeah, the odd ad. Yeah, it's just for that it. yellow ad, and I'm like, I yeah. don't know what this is, and I don't care because I don't really play anything until it's already ten years old. That's it's right. Then. That's how you get the deals. <laughs> but there's and all- you get the walkthroughs. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you need those when you're old. No one's got time to be trying to work shit out. <laughs> yeah, you can't be feeding those five cent pieces into the arcade machines. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, that's probably is that all we got? No, you've got something here with an eyesight trial fail as a breakthrough. What happened? That's definitely your thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is a bit scientist scientific one. Yes. So that I think it's interesting. So they decided to experiment to introduce a genetically engineered virus to people with an eyesight problem. Now, the specific eyesight problem is a uh, deterioration of eyesight through due to mitochondrial problems. So it's a genetic thing, and it just stops creating this protein, and your eyes just degenerate. Fall out. So what they decide to do, or the, the, the concept is, they uh, genetically engineer a virus that creates the protein. Oh, so okay. it's like a good virus. Yeah. And they're going to put it in and it will regenerate this protein and uh, that'll be cool. So the normal way you, you test this is you go, you guys will inject this mitoco- you know, this virus in and you guys will inject nothing or a bit of water or whatever. Whatever, yeah. Right? And then you can see the difference. But they got a bit clever because there's no, and I didn't know this, there's no blood cells linking the eyes. There's no blood going back and oh, forth from the eyes, okay. which doesn't make sense to me because you can see capillaries in the eyes. And I always thought that was blood, but apparently not. It's eye juice. <laughs> the scientific it's term. It's eye juice. Yeah, scientific, <laughs> scientific term scientific from the Chris Sam podcast. Yeah, it's eye juice. Eye juice. Um, so there's no blood. So oh, they go, okay, yeah. oh, so what we'll do, we'll be clever, and we'll zap one eye with the... Um, the, the good virus thing, yeah. and will pretend to prick the other eye, but they, they'll feel it, but they won't know which one they got pricked. Yes. Or which one got the real get, yeah. goo. And then um, when one eyesight gets better than the other, then we'll know. That was the thing. Where it failed was yeah. all of their eyesights, both eyes got better. Oh, that's cool. And the cool. scientists are going, uh, well, that's good, but but that's not good. How's that happening? How's that happening? And they figured it, well, they assume, because they don't actually know, they assume that the virus is somehow travelling down the optic nerve. And they're like, 
oh. oh, shit, we didn't know that could happen. So all this virology shit that we've been working with all went on. Viruses can only be transported by the blood or, you know, breathing and stuff. But, yeah, yeah. You know, but internally, just by the blood. Now they're like, okay. no, actually, those little buggers can move all sorts of ways. And Whoa. we better learn about that. So That's pretty it, cool. it's a good thing because this thing definitely helped everybody's eyes. Um, and I suppose it's a good thing that they now know viruses can travel through nervous system. Yeah. Craziness to think about that and uh, what they don't know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we all go, oh, yeah, we know stuff. I mean, you know, think about, I was going to say about cavemen, but just think about your parents. Like... <laughs> Sam's just looking at me going, I'm thinking about you. Um, (laughs) Uh, Five cent coin came back. (laughs) Again. Again. Uh, All right. So anyway, I think that's all I got. That's all right. That brings us to the end of the podcast. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whenever you're listening to this, I hope you've had an amazing Christmas, New Year, holiday period. Drive safe. Don't drink and drive. Make sure sure you take it easy on the road. I'm going away. I'm going down to Gizzy. Yes. Um, So it'd be cool. And uh, so don't crash into me. We will, <laughs> we will see you next time, uh, whenever that is. I'm not 100 sure if we're recording next week or not. We'll have to work that out. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Ho, 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 ho. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.